Hola and welcome to Catholic View. I'm Sheila Pirsch. Thank you so much for joining me this Tuesday evening. Coming up in today's broadcast of Catholic View, we take a look at Catholic Men's Association. But first, as usual, I'd like us to take a look at some of the stories that made headlines in the Catholic Church and in Africa today. So do stay tuned. This is Archbishop Buti Kakale of the Catholic Diocese of Johannesburg. We are listening to Radio Veritas, the good news for a change. In your headlines this Tuesday evening, Emesia publishes Handbook for Small Christian Communities. Panama unveils World Youth Day logo and Syrian Sister receives prestigious award. Good evening once again, I'm Sheila Pirish. We begin with Pope Francis. In his homily for today's morning Mass at the chapel of the Casa Santa Marta in the Vatican, Pope Francis focused in the day's first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The Holy Father focused on the meaning of the peace given by the Lord. Today's reading from the Acts of the Apostles, he noted, speaks of the many tribulations that Paul and Barnabas experienced in their journeys to proclaim the gospel. He went on to say, True peace is not man-made, but a gift of the Holy Spirit. A peace without a cross is not the peace of Jesus, for it is only the Lord who can give us peace amidst tribulations. According to Pope Francis, God's peace is a gift that keeps us going. The Holy Father concluded his homily by reminding us to ask for the grace of inner peace, which is a gift of the Holy Spirit. The Vatican has released details of Pope Francis' upcoming pastoral visit to the Italian city of Genoa. Vatican Radio Christopher Wells has more. The one-day visit will begin with an encounter with the world of labor. Later, he'll meet with the bishops of Liguria, along with priests, seminarians, and religious of the region, as well as lay curial collaborators and representatives of other religious confessions at the Cathedral of San Lorenzo. Pope Francis will then have an opportunity to spend time with young people attached to the diocesan mission at the Marian Sanctuary of the Madonna della Guardia. After lunch at the sanctuary with a number of poor persons, refugees, the homeless, and prisoners, the Holy Father will meet with children from the various departments of the Giannina Gasolini Pediatric Hospital. The Pope's pastoral visit will conclude with solemn mass at the Piazzale Kennedy, named for the first Catholic president of the United States, John F. Kennedy. The Vatican has also released Pope Francis' schedule for the week. For Pope Francis, this week serves as a brief moment of rest before undertaking a very intense second half of May. Pope Francis has visited Egypt, Fatima, and several other Italian dioceses, such as Milan and Carpi, during the year's first months. Next week, he will have a highly anticipated appointment, where he will meet with the U.S. President, Donald Trump. Then he will continue to visit Italian dioceses that he was unable to travel to during the Jubilee Year of Mercy. Thus, in these days, Pope Francis will only be present at the week's two traditional public events, the General Audience and the Regina Celli. 
in addition to the morning masses in Casa Santa Marta. The Archdiocese of Lilongwe is planning to build a new state-of-the-art cathedral to be constructed in the capital Lilongwe, and has since launched a fundraising drive to solicit funds for the project worth billions of Malawi kwacha. As part of this fundraising drive, the fundraising committee has lined up a number of initiatives, the latest one being on Saturday, May 20th, where they will launch the fundraising campaign at Maula Cathedral Podium, a site earmarked for the new project. As a practical response to the MSIA Pastoral Strategic Plan 2014-2024, MSIA has published a training handbook for facilitators of small Christian communities. According to Reverend Father Joseph Healy, a renowned promoter of small Christian communities in East Africa, the handbook is unique because it provides the methodology of training for facilitators on SCCs as well as topics and sessions for religious and non-religious. Priests are ordained and only start learning about the importance of small Christian communities. So our ideal plan is that every seminary would have a course in the pastoral theology department on small Christian communities. So far, we've done well with the different consortiums, like at Tangaza University College. We have a core course in the fourth year of theology, which is a required course on small Christian communities. It's not just academic courses in classroom, but it's living and experiencing the small Christian community in the seminary life. In the nine Amasea countries, we have 180,000 small Christian communities right now, spread over those nine countries that I mentioned. The small communities are called by another name in Central Africa. They're called base communities or community de bas. They're very strong in countries like the Democratic Republic of the Congo. They're strong in... South Africa. But I'd say that they haven't extended well to English-speaking West Africa, like the countries of Ghana and Nigeria. But I think if we have a continental strategy and we share our resources and ideas, it can come, become the pastoral plan for the whole continent. The history of small Christian communities goes back to the New Testament. It's in the Acts of the Apostles that we meet of the first small Christian communities. For 200 years after Christ died and the church grew, there weren't churches as such. People met in the homes, so we call those house churches. Now, the whole small Christian community dynamic revived after the Second Vatican Council. They were started here in Eastern Africa in 1973. So we call this almost like the combustion of the Holy Spirit and this new idea coming around. And then it became a pastoral model. That's the key, that it's linked to the parish. And so our model here in Eastern Africa are parish-based neighborhood groups connected to the uh, parish councils and to the activities of the parish. So they've just grown and grown till we now have 180,000 altogether. Musa Pantifilibos is the Archbishop of the Lutheran Church of Christ in Nigeria. He was elected president of the Lutheran World Federation on May 13th. 
Nearly 150 ecclesial communities in 89 nations belong to the Federation. The Lutheran Church of Christ in Nigeria, with 2.2 million members, is the 13th largest. Fibulus is an early supporter of women's ordination in Nigeria and hails from northeastern Nigeria, where the jihadist terrorist organization Boko Haram is active. In other African news, technical experts on the often deadly Ebola virus are to be deployed to the Democratic Republic of Congo DRC as part of a coordinated response to a new outbreak. According to the World Health Organization, WHO, as of Saturday, 11 suspected cases of the disease had been reported in the remote northern Likati health district of DRC. Three people have died so far. WHO's Regional Director for Africa, Matsidiso Moweti, went to the capital Kinshasa on Saturday, joining government officials and other partners to discuss options for dealing with the outbreak. UN spokesperson Stefan Dujahik has more. The Global Outbreak Alert and Response Network has been activated to provide additional support if required, reinforcements of uh, surveillance, contact tracing, case management, and community engagements are also underway. The full extent of the outbreak is not yet clear, but extensive investigation and risk assessments are being conducted. In other news, Sister Carol, a Salesian religious in Damascus, has received a prestigious award. It is the award granted by the U.S. government to women who have displayed a tremendous amount of courage in extreme situations. The Syrian sister knows what those situations are like firsthand, just as the war is about to turn seven years old. Now the culture of children is the culture of war. They can distinguish the sound of missiles from those cannons. Once, while saying good morning to the children, I heard a boom, and I asked a teacher to my side, what was that? Immediately, a child standing in front of me, about four years old, said to me, sister, that was a cannon. Sister Carol is a Salesian religious in Damascus. In the school that she runs, there are Christian and Muslim children who, unfortunately, can distinguish what is and isn't a bomb. If I decide to choose only Christians, then I become worse than the extremists. I also become a fanatic. That's why we live with openness. She speaks of a Syria in which, although there is war and suffering, the coexistence between religions is still as it was before the conflict. Sometimes when a missile hits or there is an explosion, many Muslim people knock on our door and ask us if we are all right or need something. The recent agreement on safe areas in Syria seems to give a breath of fresh air despite a very cramped situation. She says that Pope Francis is helping a lot. The Pope is doing a lot with his cause, with his words that awaken consciences. Pope Francis is the prophet of our day who does not remain silent. Above politics and bombs, the religious sister says that peace will reach Syria because everything ends, including wars. What does not seem to have an end, however, is her courage to remain in such a dangerous territory when many flee. Panama's World Youth Day logo has been revealed. The event is to take place from January 22nd to the 27th of 2019. Panama's World Youth Day logo has just been released. The event, which takes place from January 22nd to 27th, 2019, held a competition in which 103 entries were submitted. It was this design by 22-year-old architecture student Ambar Cavo, who wanted it to portray the tenderness and surrender of Mary.
The logo has a lot of significance. The Panama Canal, which serves as a symbol of the pilgrims being guided by Mary to Jesus. It also represents the Isthmus of Panama, the Pilgrim Cross, and Mary's silhouette. The dots visible above her embody her crown and the pilgrims coming from the different continents. With some of Panama's youth representatives in Rome just this April to receive the World Youth Day Cross, the country's preparations are already in full swing. And finally, Pope Francis has urged football champions to be models of loyalty, honesty, harmony, and humanity. Speaking to football players, coaches, as well as staff of the Italian football teams, Juventus and Lazio, who are about to dispute the final game of the National Italy Cup tournament, the Pope reminded the football stars of their responsibility as public figures towards their fans, especially the young ones, pointing out the champions a role model for many young fans, the Pope said every match is a test in which they must show balance, self-control and respect for rules and not forgetting regulations. Juventus and Lazio play the Italy Cup final at Rome's Olympic Stadium on Wednesday, 17th May at 9pm local time. And that was a look at some of the stories that made headlines in the Catholic Church and in Africa today. Thank you once again for joining me this Tuesday evening. You're listening to Catholic View on Radio Veritas 576 AM and I'm Sheila Pirsch. Coming up next is our feature and today we'll be talking about the Catholic Men's Association. With so many societal ills concerning broken families, the high scourge of violence against women and children, youth dependency on drugs and alcoholism, and the upbringing of boys, the Catholic Church, through various movements, tries her best to get lay people to help mold our society and the future generation. One such movement is the Catholic Men's Association, CMA, which aims to provide ongoing Christian formation and mentorship to young men. Mr. Tulani Similani is the chairperson of the Soweto Dinary Catholic Men's Association. Shela, you know, amongst men, especially African men, um, in our parishes, there's been a, a, a stark absence of the, vis- the visibility of men. We, we, we thought of a, a formation that will gather this man because most do not belong to any of the formations or sodalities that are active within the parishes. We, we wanted to fashion out some formation to which men can affiliate. Their sole purpose thereof is to keep them within the circles of the church, keep them available to offer services to their parishes and to the church in general and to have an ongoing Christian formation with them, so that you have something ongoing like your, your catechism. Because the aim of the CMA is nothing else but to bolster our faith as Catholics and to ensure that men take on the role that they're supposed to take as men so that they can be the protector of our parishes and our churches. When you talk about ongoing formation, catechism, yes. are we looking only at religious aspects of life? Not at all, not at all. Uh, our constitution and our activities will cover anything 
that has to do with men, their health, um, uh, reference to sugar diabetes. We have seminars um, and workshops that speak to such things. Your, your, your prostate cancer, schemes for saving, uh, um, saving funds for parishes, any, anything that will empower men and, 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 and keep them active within the cycles of the church. But primarily, this will only be achievable if we are riding on our faith and ensuring that we remain within the cycle of the church. We have many members that are professional members that do offer seminars, workshops, and motivational uh, uh, talk to the men when con- convinced to do so. We, we also engage in, uh, from time to time in convening on, on retreats so, so that we, we save our souls, so that we do not proceed unattended in our spiritual lives. Speaking of um, workshops, speaking of uh, formation, lately social media has been a buzz with the high rates of uh, violence against women and children. And everyone keeps talking about how it is important to protect women and children. But at the same time, there's a little talk about um, grooming men, grooming small boys uh, to become men who don't abuse women. Do you have a space within the Catholic Men's Association where you cater for this, where you look at grooming young boys to become better men? Thanks, Sheila, you you touched on that. Um, in, in 2015, our Archbishop, uh, His Grace, um, convened all men to, to address them on the very same issue you're talking about, that is um, violence and rape and, and, and rampant crime in our society. And he, he gave us a mandate to go and address these as men in various uh, formations. We as CMA primarily do target that area of, of these ills that uh, men are drawn into, because in, in any way you look at it, it has to do with a, a broken family somewhere that there is somebody who turns up out finally to be a, 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 a thug. There, there is a disappointment somewhere in a relationship of what the father in that family had promised. There's this disappointment and, and depression of some kind in, in families. And if you speak on families, you speak on families, ultimately we'll be speaking of societies and communities. It starts in our families. We, we as Catholic men have this as our mandate, that we do not only speak of ensuring that we keep this rampant cycle of crime that feeds on, on our society. We, 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 we want to even pull our God fans, because most of our members, have got funds that, that they take care of. But these, these young men be pulled onto the CMA and be groomed to become future members of CMA with the teaching that violence and, and, and retaliation and, and you know, anything that breathes on, anything that says react and do wrong, it is kept with them. That's the only way we can ensure that within our society, in the long run, eventually, we, we have a set of 
of, of young men that will grow up to become uh, the, the, the custodians of peace in their future families, the custodians of peace in their parishes, in their families, in their communities as well. Not so long ago in an interview, His Grace actually mentioned the fact that such forums, such movements, such as the Catholic Men's Association, are there to groom young boys as well, to help raise young boys. Now, speaking of that, we know that in most areas around Johannesburg, Soweto as well, there's a, there's a very high scourge of young people who are addicted to drugs, young people who are into alcoholism, young people who see sex as a game. Now, speaking of addressing young men as a Catholic Men's Association, do you also tackle that issue? And if so, how do you intend to change this mentality in, in young people? Um, thanks, Sheila, for, for, for pointing that out. We, we, we are still on a developmental stage, and um, such particular uh, activities for curbing use of drugs, use, use of alcohol, and, and wanton and a behavior that, that is not um, as per the, 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 our Catholic faith, we will address. At the moment, we want to ensure that these young men, especially these Catholic godsons, members of our organization are pulled to become fully-fledged members of CNA. Of course, our aim is not to service only within the Catholic Church. We, we want to spread outside our parishes, outside the borders of, of, of our dinner, and, and to collaborate with non-governmental organizations that target such ills in our communities. We want to get there. And it's a pity we cannot do it all for now because we're on a developmental stage. Even though we, like five years in the game, we, we still have treating problems. And I, I will assure you, I'm sure you can tell anything that is due to do with faith. If it were measurable, it would be easy. You know, we, 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 we get challenges of, of uh, participation so that we can spread and achieve these aims. But the center still holds, and, and, and the, the aim of us fighting such schedules in our communities stays strong and is what guides the, the, the CMA. If we don't get that far, it will be regrettable. But our aim is to ensure that these ills, that these things that turn our communities into communities that they were not, communities are, are, are now infected with, with things that the unthinkable. People are killed. People are bent overnight. You know, the, the families are breaking apart. These are the things we, we, we want to finally address. But watch the space. When the CMA gets in its fully fleshed form, drawing on the spirituality of our patron St. Joseph, we will be getting to these areas and to address this in Australia. Let's talk more about some of the activities that you have planned for this year. Usually at the beginning of our, our year, that starts in January, we issue out a calendar of planned activities. Um, this is now the fifth month of our, of our year. We, we had started with a, a mass convened for CNA in, in a, a parish in Piri. We had a mass opening mass for 
gathering all men and to start with a mass blessing for our activities. We we have since had a, a retreat at St. Philip Mary in Molesana, a parish. And on, on a monthly basis, we visit one parish on operational matters. Operational matters meeting is a meeting that will deal with your, 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 your novena prayer, basically, novena prayer, then address issues that um, need to be addressed, emanating from different parishes, because we convene operationally as a binary, where we, we, we get consents and, and aid that we can offer to these parishes. We do that on a monthly basis. Then on a monthly basis as well, men migrate from one parish to the other two just to have mass and to have the inclusivity of this Catholicism of men not holding on to one parish, just to, just to make them men that know each other and can relate so that we, we, we grow to be, you know, a, a loving family, knowing each other by faith and by name and by faith. Um, other activities planned besides the, the, the two monthly engagements that we have, uh, the, 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 the functions that are given to us, either through the chaplain or the dean of Soweto, um, we will be participating in this forthcoming, this weekend's pilgrimage at the Marian Shrine to provide a service um, um, requested by our chaplain, Father Vic Tangwenya, to do the, the ushering at that venue overnight, to do as well um, provision of security, and to do the collection when, when, when that time arrives. We participate in, in, in many such unplanned activities that the, the, the chaplain apportions us or the dean apportions to us or anything that the, the, the church bestows on us as men to do within a year. Um, towards the end of the year, of course, we have our closing mass and thereafter have a refreshment at a, at, at a closing venue um, just to close off the year. But we, we, we do take stock on our ATM as to the achievements that we would have had over a particular year. And if we, we did and, uh, 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 reach the targets that we had set for the year on our ATM, which will always uh, um, hold right uh, towards the end of the year, in October, November or so. How long have you been in existence? We have been in existence now for, uh, if I'm not mistaken, for five years. We started in 2013 with a few parishes around Soweto. We have since grown over, I would say now, five years or so, have grown to 12 parishes. And from what age can men join the Catholic Men's Association? The, the adult sect of the male association is, is 18. Um, we, 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 we're not specific in as far as the, 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 the godsons or the, 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 the younger men, men's ages are, because they, these are your godsons from the age of two months or so. Um, this then opens up the, 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 the age limit for the younger men, uh, in this case, boys. But any, any adult that is Catholic, 
18 and above, and the male qualifies. The person does not need to to do anything out of sort. We only need a, a, a parish priest to vouch for the, the, the good conduct and the good standing um, member within the parish so that these men are drawn in, in, into our organization. It may not be the parish priest vouching on behalf of the incoming member. It may be the leaders of a particular sodality. Because our association is fed not necessarily from the non-affiliates to the sodality. We also have members that belong into various sects of the church. Um, we, we, we do give them the right and afford the leaders of such uh, formations to vouch for members so that these are conscripted into our movement. Well, thank you so much for your time. Those were all the questions I had. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yes, 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 Sheila. Um, those parishes, especially you know, surrounding parishes in the deanery of Soweto, um, some have approached us and they, they said they have not been serviced. They would want the CMA to visit them. We, we, we can do this much for now, but let them not lose hope. We will be visiting them. There are parishes that lie in the outskirts of, 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 of the dinner that we need to service. Um, if they could give us, you know, planning time to visit them, because we want to have every uh, a parish becoming part of the CMA so that we can achieve our objectives and to service the entire Soweto as it, as it were. Besides our operation in Soweto, let me also add that, that we have a relationship with a, a similar organization of men in, in Carltonville and we also have a, a, a relationship with a men's association in the East Rand. We not only are looking within, but in, in the long run, we would want to, to spread and to coordinate all efforts of these formations for men within the Catholic Church. And through the intercession of our patron, St. Joseph, the guardian infant or infant of child Jesus, the father and the patriarch of our holy family, the chaste spouse of our mother Mary, may this organization grow to be a good defender of the Catholic faith. May it grow and see many more years so that, so that we service and respond to a calling of fathers and men in our society. Thank you, Sheila. And I'd like to thank once again Mr. Tulane Simelane, the chairperson of the Soweto Deanery Catholic Men's Association. Well, that brings me up to time. You've been listening to Tuesday's edition of Catholic View, a program produced and presented by Sheila Pirsch for Radio Veritas. Should you wish to get in touch with me, feel free to send me an email, shayla at radioveritas.co.za. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back again tomorrow at the same time. Until then, God bless you and ciao, ciao. I'm Sheila Pirsch.